Hello and welcome back to Two Footed Tackles. Uh, my name is Rahul Dandis, and with me, as always and forever, is Arjun Kiri. <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck. Uh, welcome back to the show, guys. Uh, we're glad you you tuned in last time around. Uh, means a lot to us. Um, we'll get straight uh, straight into it, and um, we got we got a bit of feedback last time around that uh, you know we should be talking more about. Uh, the other the other european clubs and uh, and leagues as well and we will get into that we promise you uh this but we wanted to start off with the premier league uh, it's it's a league that we watch all the time we love it so fucking much and uh we just wanted to 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 start off uh, the first few episodes by talking a bit uh, about uh, different uh different clubs and different uh, uh aspects of the premier league and uh today sachin uh, yes. we're going to uh, talk about a very different uh different topic uh, something that's that's not really covered in in all your podcasts and it's something that's really intrigued us uh, over the last couple yeah. of weeks and and even this season i would say uh everton uh, carlo ancelotti everton carlo ancelotti's everton um really impressed um so many people this season probably surprised themselves uh, too the way they perform uh what do you think uh, what are your first thoughts on ancelotti's everton i think before i could start talking about carlo ancelotti i think the pursuit from the owner prad <laughs> mushiri i think after spending about 450 million since he's taken over mm. uh, he's almost stalked ancelotti for 2 years because he really wanted a world class manager at the club and uh, and then finally he got his he got his uh, dream completed when he got him at everton finally Let's not. I mean, it's amazing for Carlo Ancelotti to come again in the Premier League, mm. and we've and he's an excellent manager. Yeah. I think he's an all-round manager. So, plus he has a bit of history with yeah. Chelsea. So let's let's yeah. start with that, and then maybe yeah. Just just before we get into that, um, uh, the the owner and you said how how he yeah. kind of uh, almost stalked him. Ancelotti. Uh, I think it was. It's the owner is is is. what modern football uh, requires that that dedication that passion to the passion. club uh, we don't see it everywhere i know and you as a manchester supporter uh, haven't seen it for for a while now probably only two owners in the premier league one would be roman I, there's yeah. no uh, yeah. there's no comparison and second i think he is a really passionate yeah. owner yeah and and he loves the club and he wants to build it he has a future plan uh, for the club so you know good times ahead for everton uh, hopefully and uh, yeah getting into uh, ancelotti and you know what he did for chelsea Uh, I want to start off with I was really, really, really disappointed when uh, they, he got the sack at Chelsea. I think I thought he would be uh, at Chelsea for for a very, yeah. very long time, and he was he was successful in his uh, two two and a half years that still he was puzz- here. still a puzzle. Why it's, he was it's fired. puzzling. I have no idea. There's no clear indication as to why why they fucking sacked him. It was uh, so so heartbroken at that time. I think out of all the thousands of managers that we have sacked in the last <laughs> fucking 10 15 years he was so. the one i think who could have kept us yeah i think i sure. think uh, because he he had that harmony in the squad uh, you know balancing youth and and experience uh, players and challenging um, and really challenging well. yeah uh, you know he won the premier league in his first season if i'm not wrong with smashed in goals like i don't know how first of all how the fuck he managed to play drogba and elka lampard balak everybody all these attacking players in this in this one team and he got in deco and all these guys and it's it's ridiculous because we were not only good uh, going forward we were also very good at the back uh, and you know obviously credit goes to the players as well but then a lot of it goes to how the manager kind of sets up his team 
Correct. Uh, so uh, you know it's it's really disappointing, but he had a fantastic uh, spell at Chelsea, and then he had a, he obviously you know he's a legend at, at AC Milan. He played over there and then won Champions Leagues. I think he, uh, if I'm not wrong, he's one of the few managers. Only one one of the few managers who's won it thrice. Thrice. So. Twice with uh, AC Milan and once with Real Madrid. Yeah. So you know. Fa- What a decorated CV! Yeah. That's, <laughs> no, it's a mad, like, uh, it's a mad CV. And and he doesn't get you know the credit that oh yeah. fuck he's you know he's not Pep Guardiola he's not yeah. Jose Mourinho and all these guys. Uh, he he did fantastic well at Bayern Munich. I think if I'm not wrong, I think that's where he won his championship. But anyways, let's not get get into it into details. But uh, yeah, really really unfortunate because he's lost his jobs at these big clubs. He's managed at Napoli also. He at, lost at Napoli at uh, PSG at, at Real Madrid. Bayern uh, Munich. Uh, You know, AC Milan obviously he had yeah, yeah. you know he left on his own terms, but um, yeah, uh, he's been a bit a bit unfortunate in that sense. He's he's not been able to stick around uh, since his AC Milan as long days, as he would want to. As long as he would want, and I think that was uh, the key when when he was coming to Everton that he said, you know, fuck the shit, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> Because he got yeah. a really long term yeah, yeah. deal, like a four so, and a half. Because you know, Everton is it's not a straightforward answer. You don't just dive into yeah. a club like Everton. Um, He he asked for a long long term contract and he's got it and he's he he, he had a plan for the club. Yeah. Uh, he's building towards it. Maybe he's not reached there yet, but he's done extremely impressively, Correct. impressively since the last uh, season or a little more than that. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it's uh, again. I, I, I regret that he left Chelsea, but uh, you know we have to move on and. Uh, let's let's get into Ancelotti at at Everton. Correct. But, uh, I would first off start off with the kind of style. What what do you think is the style? What uh, Ancelotti wants to play with this Everton squad? What do you think is? Uh... I think he, he while his his formations and styles have slightly varied over. It's flexible. I think it's, it's flexible. But I think overall uh, proper organization of the team is is key to his to his tactics. You know, especially at the back. Uh, in his defense and and that trans transition to midfield and forward, that's when you really need to be uh, really tight, organized, and you, why does uh, you know allow freedom to players like like Richardson um, and now even Hamas Rodriguez? Uh, oh, there's there's not a better pair than uh, Carlo Ancelotti and Hamas. He takes yeah. them very well. Uh, uh, exactly. Very good. Yeah. So I think in that final third, his his strikers and his his wingers, he gives them that freedom to, to express play, to express themselves yes. and to you know. Play more openly, but up until the midfield, if you really watch his, uh, whichever club he's managed, they're very tight, very compact, very organized uh, until they break into that final third. And I think that's uh, that's something that's really really important, especially in a, in a team in the Premier League where you need to be organized. You can't just be free flowing. Free flowing because you know, prime, teams will punish you. Yeah, like uh, prime Barcelona, prime you know whoever the yeah. fuck and. Uh, you need to have that organ. You need to have a strong defense, and uh, I think he's working towards it. He's not not really because achieved. it's just his first season. So I think he's going to play yeah, think, by the year. See yeah, what he's, he's the just can give him. He's just completed a year in in December, so it will take time. As as we said before, he's he's here for a long time. Yeah. So he wants to be here for a long time, and he is going to build it. He's made some fantastic progress, and uh, this season, right? Uh, what they they have been very more than they've impressed more than. Uh, We what thought, we expected what them we to expected do. them especially at the start of the season and and they built towards it uh, right now what do you think about everton this like this i think last season everton 18 matches in there were 19 points at this stage of the game with a goal difference of a minus 9 and if you see it this time around with 16 games played 
they are already on 29 points with a 6 uh, plus goal difference so that itself right now it starts just telling us that what a difference uh, the quality of the manager has has gotten and plus what happens is when a when a when a world class manager comes into a club it automatically the pulling power of that club becomes you know as yeah. as good as the yeah. manager so i think he's got anyways i think he's got hammers on speed dial because i think he <laughs> takes him anywhere where he wants and then they've strengthened in proper positions the core is of i think very good i think that's evident signing of the season yes hammers is Super. a big signing but they needed that stability in the midfield and alan and and alan you know that they really needed it and he was he knew what he wanted right at the start of the season and within like you know a month or so uh since the end of the last season they quickly signed alan uh who he's worked with at at napoli and then ducore who's proper box to box proper box to box highly underrated player uh, i was a big fan of him when he was at watford itself and then you know making that transition to everton which is a side obviously a much bigger club yeah. uh and and keeping up that level of consistency in his performances was very impressive to see very hard working uh, good in attacking good in attack can score goals can can do everything um, as you said you know proper proper, proper fucking side. box to box and really 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 impressive uh, signings from everton obviously we spoke about hamas rodriguez one one position where i think they should definitely <laughs> invest definitely invest or get even or, or just not play that first team player is jordan fucking pickford i despise that man i uh, i'm an england fan uh, i support the england national team and it's just so frustrating to watch that man play there's so many more talented goalkeepers why the fuck would how does he keep jordan, jordan pickford <laughs> Jesus but anyways uh, I I'm pretty sure you know if he continues to uh, keep sucking probably uh, might yeah there, there might be a change over there but let let's not get into the negatives yeah. uh, we're, we're talking about the positives um one player who's impressed us and is who's young upcoming uh, future striker uh, future talent most talented striker in the world possibly Dominic Calvert-Lewin his uh, overall gameplay is under Ancelotti is yeah. just I think he's, he's bloomed like a flower yeah when when i first saw him play at everton uh, as a obviously much younger striker i think a couple of okay. seasons i think ago, yeah it's been a while a couple of seasons ago uh, i thought of him as a you know poacher in the box who was just going to you know uh, tap in goals or you know get in headers but he has so much more to his game plus i think it gives the striker a little boost when you're leading the mm-hmm. line uh, before he you could say that he is almost like a fringe player yeah. now you know he's leading the line that that shows the belief in the manager the manager that has in mm. the the faith and the belief that okay you know what i feel you're good enough to lead the line and deliver for me that itself gives a little boost and then think carlo coaching him yeah. will get it's getting the I best think, out i think him. credit also has to go to to duncan ferguson who who was yeah. there right before yeah. ancelotti and he's still there as yeah, a number still, 1 he's still there uh, as his right hand man and yeah, you know uh, as a as a you know legendary everton striker himself yeah, yeah. Uh, i i would like to know that you know he's he has credit for the up the the way the uh, coaching the that yeah. that dominic calvert-lewin has seen uh, to trust a young striker uh, in a team that's that was on the the verge of like you know getting stuck in a mid table mm-hmm. mid table team uh, they can take the next step with carlo yeah yeah and i think you know credit to the whole coaching staff uh, and and carlo ancelotti himself mm-hmm. obviously uh to to get these young players to play and there are there have been quite a few there's uh, Mason Holgate is is really improved uh under Ancelotti uh we've also seen um, Ben Godfrey who's, who he bought in this season and Correct. he's gotten the chances and he's really really And Yerimi now was already at the club when he came Yeah I think Yerimi now was Silva's uh, or Ronald Ronald Koeman's 
maybe Ronald Koeman's uh, by I think. Yeah, I think, I think so. it was Ronald. Uh, but you know, regardless, like he he had a decent uh, centre back pairing in, in Michael Keane and and yeah, Yerlin, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but even players like who were there at the club like Dinia. Dinia is uh, fantastic flying on the left. Fortunate that he's, he's yeah, he's injured. The, he adds that bit. Yeah. But the only I think the only part of the game which Calvert Lewin could probably get better at is he's amazing at headers. He's he's good the movement. I think scoring those goals when his team is maybe not having so much ball like you have these individual brilliance mm-hmm. with the strikers with Harry Kane and yeah. you know so many others in the league. I think he misses that a little bit. Would you would you say uh, maybe an established striker could also help him grow alongside him, or maybe? Uh, I think it's difficult. It's difficult to say because uh, the only way I think he would benefit in you know with an experienced striker is if that experienced striker is not going to play that much. Yeah. Uh, because so maybe you know as a, as a young upcoming striker you need, you need to play games. Play. Week in, week out. Out. Uh, if you get an experienced striker uh, and that that player wants to play in week in and week out himself, and while uh, Calvert Lewin might possibly improve off you know apart from the match, uh, you know, not getting into match situations, but as a player he might improve. But then he also needs to play those games. So Correct. if if you're if Everton and if they they get to you know buy that player who's willing to to you know sit on the bench and say okay. I'm going to take a mentorship role when my team needs me. I'm there, obviously, but I'm not going to be first choice striker. That's 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 what they they have Calvert Lewin for, right? So it's it's uh, they need to manage that very well, according to me at least. Uh, that they need to have that balance. So somebody who's maybe crossed his 32, 33 years old and is can get you the goals, but is also there as you know, a proper mentor for for this young striker. I think he has a fantastic future ahead. Uh, yes, he's under Carlo. Hell yes, <laughs> he's still very young. Yeah, very young. we need to remember that. And he's not he's not stagnating. He's growing continuously, yeah. game after game. Uh, his hold up play has improved. You know, he's, he's combining play. well with with Hamas and, and uh, Richardson. So there is a lot, to, lot more to come from Calvert Lewin, despite the fantastic season that he's had. Yeah. And his stats also, I think he had scored about. Eleven uh, goals all season, and he's yeah. already on thirteen. Uh, I think it was the other the way. other way around. It's swapped. Yeah, thirteen thirteen goals last season. Eleven with with half the season, half the season gone. gone. So uh, which is again that is an amazing yeah. stat. And and that's what I mean when he, you know I say that he's mm-hmm. he's growing. He's he's not stagnating from you know getting those ten twelve goals in a season and you know being satisfied in himself. Uh, but yeah, we can. He's got a couple of hat tricks also this season. So he has that goal scoring. Knack, that knack for goal scoring, and you know, getting the other Everton players involved. Uh, so yeah, I think he's definitely one to look out for from from the Everton side, and uh, will be crucial to to any success that they might. They have would want to in the, in the future. I also feel the, there's just a thought that tickled my brain. Uh, don't you think uh, Calvin Sutty is the Fred Flintstone of the football world, <laughs> and then Barney would be Hamis would be his Barney because he takes him everywhere. Yeah, I think that's a fantastic. So the only thing missing, I would want to, I would love to see is him uh, doing a Yabba Dabba Do celebration. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're going to get to see that session, but uh, we all hope so that it happens. Uh, one before before we move on to yeah. uh, one more player that I'd really like to talk about and. He's broken into the team before Ancelotti, but he's a crucial member of the team. Doesn't play every game. Yeah. Uh, Tom Davies. Tom Davies. Uh, I I was a big fan of him when he came when he just broke onto the scene at Everton, and he's he's been a part of the first team for maybe two or three seasons now. Yeah. Around that time, 
and uh, it's it's hard when you know you get quality players at the start of the season you lose your place and then mm-hmm. to you really have to stand out in your performances when yeah. you've given a chance yeah. i think he's this season has been so far it's not been great for him yeah because he didn't, yeah. he didn't, he didn't get so many chances Messi was fit he didn't get a lot of chances but uh, i think what defines a, a good player uh, or a, a model professional player is when you get the chance you take it fucking step up and you know say yeah, okay I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm up yeah. for the challenge he's always up for the challenge you always see him giving his 100% and like carbetone i think he has a lot more uh, progression to uh, give to, uh, to come in, in, the, in the few years but i think overall ancelotti has a very good squad to start off with yes few areas mainly goalkeeper please fucking take that jordan pickford hasn't his uh, points per game also improved yeah yeah so uh, you know uh, talking about the squad and and how they've grown since uh, his last two spells at david at uh, napoli yeah, sorry uh, he's now he's almost two uh, two points per game if i'm not wrong uh, where it was little less at, uh, at napoli and uh, I think Everton were doing far worse before that under under both Koeman and uh, Marco Silva. Uh, so definitely a, a step up for for big step for not only Ancelotti but also the club as a whole. Uh, good to see them and them progressing. Uh, if there was any Merseyside team that I would want to see win, <laughs> it would be yeah, the blue side, the blue side of uh, Merseyside. And uh, let's you know we we can't uh, really predict. Uh, You know, one hundred percent whether yeah. they're going to do well or not. It's football. It, it goes game by game. Yeah, and uh, you know we have to just wait and see how they uh, how they progress and how they will they improve more. Will will they really challenge for that title? Maybe three years down, three four years down the line. We don't know. Ancelotti has it in his in his bag to to do so, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, coming to this to this season, uh, and you know we can we can finish off uh, yeah. this note. Everton have been impressive. There's no doubt about Correct. that. Correct. They're still up and up somewhere uh, over there in the top half of the league. Yeah. Can't put a finger on it yet because it's too early to say. Uh, fuck everything. This season has been so. Yeah. You can't put a finger down. on anything. You can't put a finger on everything. On absolutely anything. Like you don't know if if Manchester United are going to finish the top four. You no. don't know if Chelsea are going to finish in the top four. You don't know if Liverpool are going to win the league. We don't know. So we don't know anything, but uh, we know here and there like which teams are have the potential to to finish in the top four, let's say, or top six even. Do you think Everton? They they were far far off it last season. Uh, yeah. They didn't even finish in a European league spot. But do you think this time around they should at least target uh, a European spot, if not more? I think it's necessary with Carlo coming into the club and the signings that mm-hmm. that have been made. I think it'd be a good uh, like a step in the right direction yeah. if they can reach the spot. Also, I feel to to actually you know challenge for the title. I think the last time I'm going to remember when you know back in the day when they were only the top four. Mm-hmm. I think Spurs and Everton were the only one who were yeah, pushing. Yeah. And then after that, for the next seven years, they disappeared. I mean, they were they finished tenth, ninth, stop. Now I think they're back in the mix. So I think they still lack a couple of players to really, which I think is a I think which is the situation in most of the clubs apart yeah. from City and Liverpool. Yeah. So I think next year again it's going to be very. very very i think every year it's getting more and more tough yeah. to any for any club to win the premier league so i think they're going to be right there next year maybe according to with the carlo with carlo's uh, coaching abilities and the cv we know he has and the success that he gets to mm-hmm. a club and the pulling power what he gets to the club yeah. so i would say next season i could probably see them pushing really hard this this season i think 
them qualifying for the European spot would be a the proper uh, progression. Yeah, I think that's like uh, that should be their minimum aspiration this season. Yes. Is that they do, if not get a, you know, a, doesn't look likely that they're going to get either the FA Cup or, or yeah. definitely not the the Carabao Cup. Yeah, so. But I think, uh, as you said, spot on. Uh, they have to challenge for that European spot. They have the team. They have the players. They have the experience. They have the manager. Yeah. Um, and. They have the they have everything that a team requires to finish in that that top eight. Whether they will or not, it's it's really difficult because there are like some ten, twelve uh, teams. The table is fighting. crazy. If you look at the table, I mean, you would, you can't put a finger on which team will finish for. Yeah, so. You don't know which team is going to fin- finish anywhere. Uh, but so I think this is the only Merseyside club we wish well for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean because sorry, to, sorry to local fans, <laughs> but we don't really care for you guys. Anyways, uh, th- that. Uh, that should wrap up. So uh, yeah, so Everton hopefully finishing in a European spot um, under Ancelotti, and uh, we wish them all the best. Yes, uh, this is two footed tackles. Uh, we'll see you next time. Stay safe.